Good morning and happy Friday and welcome to the Source of Truth podcast and thank you for joining us on this Friday edition. Uh, if you're watching live at 11 o'clock, it's good to see you, to be with you uh, at this time. If you're watching this later, listening to it, we do appreciate you making a point to let us be part of your day. And we greatly appreciate the privilege to teach God's Word. Uh, I will make an announcement for Sunday. Well, uh, not necessarily an announcement for Sunday. Uh, if you're watching live or listening to this this weekend uh, when it was uh, streamed, um, you're going to realize that there's a potential nor'easter coming our way. Well, there's a store storm coming our way. No matter how bad it is, we will find out come Saturday. Um, Lord willing, we're still planning to have church on Sunday. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Obviously, we won't make the final decision on whether to cancel or adjust or whatever until um, Saturday evening. We really don't know the extent of the storm. If we get to the point where the storm is more than they think it's going to be and it's going to be dangerous, and what we might do is just remove the morning service and just have the evening service. Either way, our desire is to uh, be safe, but yet still be able to have church. And uh, so, uh, just pray with us on that and listen as we uh, look to our social media page and or and or our um, and the texting that we send out to you uh, before coming. And uh, but even hopefully, Lord willing, we'll see you Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Today we're going to be in Psalm 121. And I'm encouraged even by studying this for the few minutes this morning uh, because, it, it, you know, we talked yesterday about how many times David in repetition, which is, of course, emphasis, a reminder that battles just don't come once in life, um, he, he turns, he turns from this very melancholy psalm to a very confident song, to a very uh, passionate, powerful song of his commitment. Not necessarily even in this case, it's less of his commitment for what he's going to do. In the past, he's talked about the battles and he said, Lord, I'm going to believe in you. I'm going to trust in you. I'm, I'm going to commit to your law. Today, in this section, what we're going to see is that David is simply saying, in the midst of these times, I know the commitment that God has for me. I know the promise of protection, the promise of all these things that God's given to me. And uh, so and then he uses some great um, poetry and language to teach us and, and in figurative terms what that looks like. And so let's go ahead and uh, unpack these passages, these verses real quick for the next couple of minutes. Psalm 121 verse 1, uh, David said, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. So he says this, I will lift up mine eyes from the hills. Now, if you think about it, the idea is if you're in a valley and you're battling, you're looking to the hills for someone to come down and help you. Valleys are often seen as a time of trials. Uh, in Bible, mountains are seen as a time of victory. And so you're looking up for reinforcements or whatever. But the other picture here is very simple. Look to the hills, why they're up. I look up towards heaven because that is where my help's going to come from. Here's a simple let me, let me read verse 2 because it goes together. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Let me, let me give you a couple thoughts. There are times when in the midst of battles we can go to our church, we can go to our friends, we can go to family, and uh, they will be able to help us. They'll be there, they'll encourage us, they will help maybe provide financial or physical help in times of need, and that is absolutely wonderful. But I think all of us know at some point there are certain things in our life uh, it's just an internal spiritual battle or things have just gotten to the point where there's just not feasible for other people to be that intermediary, other people to be that help. And now I come to a scenario to where I need more than just what the people around me can give. Well, then I look up. He is the one. He says, my help cometh from the Lord. There are people around and God may use people around to help you. But ultimately, when we find ourselves in serious time, we need, to rec excuse me, we need to recognize that our help comes from God. Our help comes from the Lord. 
again, he may use our administrator church or friends or co-workers or family, but also have to remember that what we do is when battles come, we run to all these people, and what we need to do is we need to run to God. First, we need to run to God first and, and, and plead as David has done so many times. And his confidence is here because he's come, because he's in the face of God. I was listening to a message yesterday and the guy made a great point. Speaking of the uh, story that we often skim by, uh, David and Goliath, and he made a good point. And he said that the army was frightened by Goliath because they were obsessed with him. They were accept, obsessed with his prowess, that he wasn't just a warrior, but he was a warrior from his youth. And they had built up how amazing and how powerful he was in this Philistine army that was constantly fighting against Israel. Now has brought this giant, and, and they were obsessed with fear, consumed with fear with this Goliath. And what made them so different than David? Well, when David got there, while he observed Goliath, he was obsessed with God. And he was saying, listen, this guy is defying the armies of the living God. This guy is defying us. God's going to help him. He's going to deal with it. And he had, he had been around God with the sheep. He had seen God work with the lion and the bear. And so to his mind, let's go do this. Instead of being obsessed with the problem, he, he, he was obsessed with God. I think we need to observe the situation. I think we need to be aware of what's going on. But if we are obsessed with the problem that sits in front of us, we inevitably begin to find ourselves overwhelmed by the problems surrounding us. But if we're obsessed with God, and then we can watch him overcome, give us the grace to overcome the battles that sit in front of us. And that's simply what David is saying here. And I think some powerful truths. Let's continue on the next verse. Now he gives some promises and simply some things God will do. Verse three, he will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He will keep that keepeth thee, will not slumber. So he talks about the stability. Now, the idea is we're standing in one place. It's our place where we need to stand, and the army wants us to move. They want us to retreat. They want us to shift. They want us to run away from where we should be. And he says, he will make sure that your feet will stand strong when every part of you wants to run, when every part of you thinks it's better, it's safer, it's in his will to get out, whatever it is, is that, that's what he's going to say. And until it's God's time to move from that point, he will keep you. And he will give you the grace to deal with it. And you say, well, good days and bad days. But then he says, but he that does that will neither slumber nor sleep. Now, we can see a couple things in that. One, while we're sleeping, God's still working. But two, God doesn't slumber. God doesn't sleep. God doesn't get tired. He's not struggling with the limitations and of, of the human nature and the human mind. So if he's the one helping us against our enemy or against our struggle or against our battle or against the things we just can't seem to overcome, he is greater than that. And the times that we feel overwhelmed, if we obsess with him and, and, and let him be that answer, he will be that answer in the darkest and hardest of times, even when night when we just can't seem to get to sleep. Um, in verse 5 again, he says something similar. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. You, you ever been out, the next verse talks about this. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. You, you talk about the time. Now, right now, it's really hard to look at these two verses and get a practical sense of it because it's just not hot outside. I drove in this morning. It was snowing. Um, it, it's supposed to drop anywhere from three to six inches of snow today, which sound, sounds kind of fun, to be honest with you. Um, it's going to get colder. Uh, it's already been cold the last few days. In fact, it was quite warm this morning in comparison. It's overcast. It's gray. It's just gloomy. And if you, if you drove in today and you allow what you see outside to affect you today, you are going to have a horrible day. It's just gloomy and it's frustrating and these storms are inconvenient. All these different things. But we can. And it's easy if we're not careful. 
careful to be consumed with those things. And so it's hard for us to see a passage like this and think about the heat of the sun. So here's the idea. He said the heat of the sun, he will give a shade. He will, it's not that the sun disappears or the heat goes away, but it's kind of like going under a roof or getting under a nice thick tree. Uh, there's some shade. You feel some instant relief. You know the sun's still out, so you can feel the oppressive nature of it, but there's this instant comfort at least relief. That's what he's talking about. He's not going to eliminate the problems, but he's going to be that shade to help you have the relief and the release necessary during those times. So today simply would be this premise. In the midst of these dark days, these cloudy days, these overcast days, picture the sun just beaming through. He'll be that. He'll be that one that kind of breaks through the oppressive nature of what's happening with what is needed. That, that's kind of, that's the premise of what he's saying here. Last two verses. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. He's going to be there from the evil where you go, in coming and going out, where you go, where you live, your daily life. He's with you in every part of your day. He's there to help you in every part of your day. And that's the thing. This is why we talk about the goal of being obsessed with God, to be in the Word of God, to be in times like this, where we, we learn more about who God is and how He helps us and that He loves us and He's there. He's not just there for the preachers and the missionaries or board members or Sunday school teachers, whoever we think is good. He's there for someone who is brand new to Christianity or someone who has been in Christianity since they were five and now they're 85. You know, you understand, He is always there. He's always next to you no matter what. Even in times when you really don't want Him, He's still there. He's there to help you, to help you to recognize how much he loves you in those times. That's the God that we serve. That's the God that we love, and that's the God that loves us. You say, well, you know, you don't know me. You don't know what I've done. God still loves you, and that's the part that just never ceases to amaze me. He loves me no matter what. I hope that's an encouragement this morning. As we come into the weekend, I hope this is a help. I hope this inspires you to continue to go forward, not quit. He does have a plan. He's doing something. And I hope it's a true help for you today. I know it is to me as I was looking and studying it this morning, a true encouragement. hope it is to you as well. Well, again, thank you for joining us this week and being part of uh, what we're doing here every day. We strive to be an encouragement and use the Word of God to help uplift you today. And I hope today did that. And I hope the truths and sufficiency of the Word of God are what you hold on to. hope you keep safe this weekend during the storm and enjoy some time. Get some firewood ready uh, for the fireplace if you have one, some extra hot chocolate, and just enjoy the great time with family this week. And thanks again for joining us. Hopefully we'll see you Sunday morning, if, and, uh, or not Sunday night, but hopefully you have a safe weekend and good time with family. God bless.